Dr. Brian Beatty is with us this morning, though, to discuss eczema this morning. Um, Brian, how are things? Oh, good, thanks, Jack. Not too bad at all. So, so what is what is eczema? Well, look, it's a really common skin condition. Um, it affects about one in ten people at some times in their life, and it's basically due to dry skin. The skin dries out; it becomes very itchy, inflamed, red, and can become infected. So often, people get it behind the knees, arms, neck, face. And it tends to fluctuate. It goes up and down throughout the year. Um, we see it more commonly in babies, so they can get it from four to six months, and it appears on the cheeks and the forehead. And it can go into children, but as you get older, it tends to become less. So there's less adults with eczema than children. However, it can persist. So it, it's a really irritating condition. It's it's some patients it just drives them insane, and it's 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 one of the commonest things we see. Yeah. Well, what are the actual causes? Well, look, the, the skin is a barrier. It protects the body. That's what it does. And parts of the skin, for reasons sometimes we don't quite understand, become very sensitive. So they tend to dry out and start to cause this redness. We know that if there's a family history, it's more likely to occur. And what's interesting, it can be associated with things like hay fever and asthma. So we call it the triad, hay fever, asthma, and eczema. Um, we know that some things do worsen it. So things like food, weather sunlight. Um, if you have long, hot showers, it tends to dry out the skin and mm. irritate the skin. And contact with things such as detergents and cleaning fluids. So people go and you know wash up the dishes and suddenly their hands get red and painful and sore. Um, and it can become infected. So when people get this redness, they want to itch it, the skin breaks down, you get bacteria underneath it, and you can get this weeping infected eczema. And we call that infected eczema and it requires antibiotics. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty uncomfortable, eh? How do you how do you treat yeah. it? Well, look, there's a number of things you can do. If you know that things like certain soaps or detergents flare it up, then then avoid it. So that's why people often wear gloves when they do the dishes. Um, we know that scratching worsens it, worsens it. So we want to reduce the itch in the the skin. Mm. Um, and we know that overheating, so hot baths or, or overheating at night, will make it worse. So just avoiding those type of things is really important. Um, using soap pre-wash and avoiding scratchy fabrics on the skin are really important. But probably the mainstay of treatment is moisturising the skin because it's fundamentally dry skin. So we use things called emollients or creams which moisturise the skin. And they have to usually be put on three to four times a day. It's a bit of a pain, but it really, really works. And then if it's more severe, we use what's called steroid creams. And they settle down the inflammation, the redness, and bring it back under control. And obviously, if it's infected and a bit weepy and looking like a skin infection, um, we use antibiotics. So yeah. moisturizer, steroids, and antibiotics are the mainstay of treatment. So to, to talk to me a little bit more about emollients, because I, I don't know anything about them. Are they just really gnarly versions of moisturizers? Yeah, well, they're, they're an oily-based moisturizer. Right. Okay, so, so there's two types of moisturizers. There's ones that are water-based. And there's these emollients, which are oil-based. Now, patients often don't like them because they're quite greasy. But the thing about them is they go on the skin and they stay on the skin and they form a barrier. And it just continues to moisturize the skin a lot longer than what we call a water-based um, uh, uh, cream. Is it So they're a bit sticky, a bit, bit difficult to put on. And, and often patients don't like them, but they work really well. Yeah. I think when we were kids, when we had sort of irritated skin, I think we used... 
Is it lemnus fatty cream? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that yeah. an emollient? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a sort of halfway emollient. Right. Yeah. So, so it's halfway between, and patients often find that a lot more acceptable to use. Um, mm. so, so, yeah, there, there's, there's different grades of these types of creams, um, from this very oily to this very water and everything in between. And often what we do find is it's the one that the patient likes the most that we tend to use because yeah. they tend to use it more. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't use it. No, that's no, that, yeah, happen. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. before we let you go, how are you? what's your sort of sense with how things are progressing with the pandemic? Obviously, more and more cases are popping up in other areas around Aotearoa outside of Auckland, but you know we're expecting yeah. that to continue over the, over the coming weeks. Yeah, it's not a matter of if, it's when, it's throughout the country, and I think we're only weeks away from that happening, to be honest. Um, yeah, look, I mean, again, we come back to this basic common theme. Um, if you're not vaccinated, really think about getting vaccinated at this point. I think time's running out in terms of COVID spreading. Yeah. I think it's a really difficult situation for the, the country. It's obviously been incredibly difficult for Auckland and what's happening up there with time isolation, the number of cases. Um, yeah, I think we're going through this transition phase, um, which is, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be quite challenging the next few weeks and over summer, Christmas, but, you know, we have to keep at it. Yeah, um, I, 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 I hit the road yesterday. Mm. I was in, I, I went through uh, South Auckland with the, the GPs who are doing home visits with people who oh, yeah. are COVID yeah. positive there. So they yesterday they went yeah. to 12 different houses where people were COVID positive. And one thing they said they're seeing there is that a lot of people are waiting until they're symptomatic to go in and seek vaccination. So they, yeah. and of course, mm. by that stage, it's far too late. So, you know, they're yeah. waking up with a sore throat or a cough or a sniff or whatever, and then they're going into the vaccination clinics and saying, okay, I think I need a jab. And they're like, I'm sorry, you, you're symptomatic. You actually need to be tested. You've got COVID, yeah. it's too late. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and they said from, from the time they are spending there very much at ground zero for the outbreak, it's just so clear that vaccination is is you know makes an enormous difference to the likelihood that someone oh. catches and passes on the virus they said you know like we talk about yeah. it kind of theoretically but they say you know you've got these multi-generational homes where a couple of people are vaccinated and a couple of people aren't and you know the people who are vaccinated just have have a much much greater chance of not catching the virus and of not passing it on it's it's, it's really making a big difference yeah yeah Look, look, you're absolutely right. Two things you tapped into there. One, the vaccine doesn't work once you've got the COVID. Mm. This is the point. So you've got to get it before that. And that's really, really important to understand. The second thing, you're right. Look, look, when you look at the figures, if you are vaccinated, you are 10 to 20, you're 20 times less likely to end up in hospital, mm. severely unwell. Mm. You're 10, about 10 times less likely to pass it on to someone else, which is really, really important. Yeah. And these figures are pretty, pretty, pretty substantive now. So this is really, really important things to people to consider. There's a sense of urgency around there. Go out and get vaccinated now before COVID strikes, because one of the things that's been said at the moment, COVID will seek out those mm. who are not vaccinated. Yeah, it's a that's pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah.